Control Alt Delete with Miss Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk on show 977. At exactly 711. Good morning, Mitch. Hey, Terry. How are you doing? Good. And how was, uh, I think, what are you, week six now? I think it's week six. I'm glad that yeah. you're keeping score for me, Terry. It makes <laughs> me feel special. <laughs> I think you said last week was week five, is what I remember, because I remember thinking, wow, five weeks. Uh, let me tell you, I mean, so I live in the future from the rest of us. Yes. Um, it's doable. It really, really is, especially when you start getting glimmers of hope in the numbers. Yeah. And when you start seeing the uh, government, both local and federally, step in, um, I, I, we just really need to keep this going. I know it's hard for everybody, but I'm just going to implore everybody for the, the safety. of It's not just our old and our vulnerable. People yeah. are getting really sick. Stay inside. Listen to us. Take it easy. Yeah, we, we have to keep this up. Even, even when we get small snippets of good news like we had this morning, we have to keep this up. And on that note, I want to ask you about this uh, first topic you wanted to talk about, uh, where um, people are tracking you with the phone so you can see who you've interacted with and if they're sick. Um, great idea, but a little creepy, Mitch, No. Well, really creepy, and I want to sort of take a step back and create some context for this because it's important for people to know and understand that uh, you very much live in a surveilled world, whether you know it or not, from your social media to just the general information that's available on most smartphones without personally identifying who the individual is, which means without going to your internet service provider or your carrier, be it Rogers, Bell, Telus, whomever, um, it, it is these devices are highly trackable and what they are doing right now in conjunction with our internet service providers and cable and all this is they are using this technology to understand where are people congregated they can tell if you are five six or three feet apart because of these devices that we all carry they see where you are they can also track if you've gone somewhere to let's say a hospital or other places that might be considered hot spots and so what's happening in the U.S. at least, and by the way, this has been extensively done in places like China, is that they have created this app, not they, the government, but people called, um, it's called Private Kid Safe Path. And it was created out of the MIT Media Labs, where they've literally been looking to figure out if they can take information about our movements in a privacy-preserving way but allowing health officials to understand where these hotspots are. Now, you could make the sort of reasonable leap to, wouldn't it be great for this to be accessible to everybody so that when you're looking at where you're thinking about going, you could see if it's a hotspot or too many people congregating. But you could also look at it to say that the government is probably speaking to all of these carriers, not necessarily looking for personal information, but to better understand where hotspots are or where people are. And so I'm not trying to make anybody feel paranoid or scared. We've talked about the privacy concerns, but I think in a scenario like this, I would say be very aware that you can't really fool anybody in this day and age. If you're going to do stupid things, they might be able to figure out who you are or where you are. Or worse, if you're just being stupid in general, they could just put much more restricted movements in the areas where this is happening. If you're uh, interested, it's called Private Kit Safe Paths. Now, uh, a lot of people, uh, I think the majority of people are working from home. Uh, this one puzzled me. Uh, if you're working from home and you don't want to work alone, you can join up with other people, strangers at others, uh, other offices. Have I got this right? Well, strangers. 
strangers is a is a is a tough word. Seth Godin is a best-selling author multiple times, probably one of the smartest human beings I know, probably one of the people I look up to the most in the business world and have for for decades. Plus, he's been on my podcast multiple times, and he always does initiatives to try and encourage people to create the best work. And he's got a great podcast called Akimbo, and he's got this whole Akimbo sort of online learning space. And he launched this thing last week or the week before called the Akimbo Virtual Coworking Space. And it's really just for people who'd rather not work alone. And the truth is a lot of us are working from our homes, but aren't necessarily used to working alone. I happen to be uh, someone who has worked alone, even though I've had offices when I write and I create content. So I'm sort of comfortable in that zone, but people aren't. And so what he did was completely free. He built this sort of little place that's open 24 hours a day and it's totally free. I mean, you have to sort of go to his place and apply for it, but it's basically a Zoom chat. For people who don't know Zoom chat, the best way to explain it is it's basically like a, a, a conference call, but with video. And if you look at the screen in gallery view, which a lot of us are doing because our kids are using it or we need this for work meetings, it almost looks like a, a growing Brady Bunch as people yeah. join in, you know, the yeah. opening segment. And I don't know, I looked at this and thought, this is pretty good. I mean, imagine sort of typing at your computer and having another screener on the side, just this place where people are also working. And you just don't feel like you're alone. And you could pop in and ask a question. There's a community board. He's going to be creating these sort of speed connecting opportunities. He provides daily resources on how to be more productive. And I sort of looked at it and thought, it's kind of nice if you're sort of home and working alone, but are used to that sort of office space or just some movement to be able to look up and see a bunch of people working. I, I think it can be quite inspiring. And so I thought it was pretty cool. If you go to akimbo.com, that's A-K-I-M-B-O.com forward slash virtual co-working, and we'll leave a link in, to, in, in Twitter and all, all the show notes, you can sort of see if this might be something you might want to try to do to be more productive. Look, a lot of us sit at home and we're not that productive because there's nobody watching us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, what's the old saying? Behave like people are watching or behave like someone's watching you. I forget how that works. Yeah, so the highest form of <laughs> yeah. integrity is doing yeah. the right thing when nobody's watching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, let me ask you, everybody, YouTube, Netflix, everybody's sending out notices saying blah, blah, bandwidth, blah, 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 high definition, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Internet's not going to crash on us, is it? I don't think it's going to crash. I feel like we have moments where it does lag. And I've yeah. got to say from what I see, and I'm, I spent a lot of time online anyways, and now obviously more so than ever, I think more and more of us are checking in with our family. I noticed you were FaceTiming for Meatloaf with your mom last yes. night, Terry. Yes, I so was. Normally, you, you wouldn't be sucking that much bandwidth up. You'd be right. either on the phone or – but because of this, it does create a sort of heavy usage on – on, on all of us, on the system, on our homes. I, I noticed that, you know, if I've got one of us on Xbox, myself on Skype, and somebody sort of watching Netflix, it can be quite a bit on the home system. So you see a bit of lag. But I would say overall, I have been supremely impressed locally with our internet providers. Right. And with the, the sort of stability of the system, I don't know if you feel otherwise. No, no, I don't. I just noticed that all the companies are, are issuing notices saying, you know, well, we're not going to be broadcasting in high definition. That right. that's that's to use less of the bandwidth, right? Yeah, and and, and it doesn't it doesn't really affect anything. 
No, like what you're talking about is you're right. YouTube came out and said that instead of defaulting to high definition, yeah. they're defaulting to standard definition. And again, I think when you're watching it on a screen or a phone, yeah, you're probably matter. not going to see that big of a difference. Maybe when you stream it up to your TV, you want to increase that to HD. But I think all of those moves are great. I'm also really happy that our providers have uh, sort of opened up the limits and they have really opened up the access. I mean, again, I'm watching a lot of these sort of schools that actually have the technology, and I'm pretty impressed with how stable it is um I, I want you to quickly do this one for me people are moving into undisclosed locations what's this this is one of the i love reading articles like this because i'm like you sort of think in the back of your mind does this exist and then you realize it does yeah this is from the bbc uh, there's this article that from 9-11 to the coronavirus big emergencies call for big responses like how some firms move to secret empty offices in undisclosed locations to stay safe. And I'd heard about this post 9-11 that, that big organizations were creating these ghost offices. So they had, you know, if they were based in New York, they would have a, a, a sort of office in New Jersey where people could go and almost like a command center. And I just thought, well, this is the stuff of sort of, you know, thriller movies and stuff like that. But it turns out that there are many companies that because of increased emergencies, sort of rent these spaces that go basically unused unless there is a massive crisis and there could be multiple floors. I mean, don't you have those moments where you drive in some suburb and you see these massive amounts of buildings with no signs and you're like, yeah. who's in there? Like, what yeah. is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're ghost offices, but I thought this was like the crazy stuff of movies. And it turns out that there are many large businesses that have these ghost offices for disaster relief. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, your app of the week is House Party. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I have, yeah. Tell us about it. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people will use Zoom or Skype to sort of face-to-face -face with people, but House Party is just rocketed up, and it's basically a face-to-face -face social network. So much like you would get on a conference call, you could just sort of have friends join in. It's got some sort of cute, you know, little things you could play with, but it's mostly just to spend time with the people you care about. It seems to be picking up a lot of steam, and I think in these times, we're going to see some new companies emerge as different types of social networks. So as social networks like Facebook and Twitter are always about the blue check mark or the millions of followers, the real idea with platforms like House Party is to create more of a human, personal, smaller social network. And it's wildly popular. It's free to download. It's called House Party. So if you want to stay connected to some friends or some family members in a very simple way with video, check it out. It's called House Party. All right, Mitch. Thank you very, very much. Stay safe. Keep your distance. And uh, good luck with another week in the oh, uh, Joel household. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm dying to get back into the studios. I'm sure other people yeah. are, but we've got to keep this going. So I'm just yeah. happy to hear your voice and Esteban's voice and, and, and the Schoen family. So keep at it, Terry. And thanks for all the great work keeping us all informed and connected. I really appreciate it. Okay, well, thanks for being part of it, Mitch. Enjoy the day.